What's up? It's Jamie Grace. Hello, world. I'm Morgan Harper Nichols, and this is On, On the, the Plate, Plate Again, a podcast brought to you by Harper Sisters Entertainment, where we talk about what's on the plate, on our minds, and in our hearts. So if you're in college, your 20s, or your 30s, this podcast is for you. And if you're older than that, that's totally okay. And if you're younger than that, we totally have some stuff for you, too. Just check us out on social media for more info on that. You can find me on social media at Morgan H. Nichols and on Facebook at Morgan H. Nichols Official. And you can find me on social media at Jamie Grace H. Pretty much all social media except for Snapchat where I'm B. Jamie Grace. You can also tag your favorite meal on Instagram using the hashtag on the plate again for a chance to be featured in the show. And be sure to leave a review on iTunes if you like what you hear. And we want to make sure that we say a thank you to our very first reviewer on iTunes, Miss Emily Boster, Boster, Boster. Um, she said that she loves the podcast and she can't wait to listen more. So, um, yes, yeah. thank you, Emily. Listen to Emily. Wait, she Emily, cannot right? wait. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. So, yeah, we Emily. That. So, Morgan, what's on the plate today? So, what is on the plate today? Today, we're going to be talking about romantic comedies. Ooh. So, like we're in our 20s. So, obviously, well, not, I won't say obviously, but we've definitely have seen our share of romantic comedies. Um, and we just think it's a fun topic and there are lots of different things within that topic that are fun to talk about, I think. Right, right, so right. at least yeah. fun for us. Maybe it's not fun for you, but <laughs> maybe you'll just enjoy hearing us talk about it. We love rom-coms. <laughs> and of course, like every movie says at the beginning, viewer discretion is advised because sometimes movies, they take it a little too far and they get a little <laughs> cray. So we're not endorsing every single moment of every single film, but we do love to giggle and smile and see a cute story play out on the big yeah. screen. Yeah, and because this is also a food podcast, we want to talk about how like romantic comedies approach the topic of food. <laughs> um, this is something that like it wasn't like one of those forced topics where I was like, oh, let me try to like squeeze food into romantic comedies. Like this actually, I saw a romantic comedy that I had seen years ago, a few days ago, and it talked about food. So I was going to ask Shamie this question, and I have my answer to the question, but I want to see if she has something interesting to share as well. So I was going to ask Shamie, what is the most annoying food scene, like in a romantic comedy, like just their approach to food? Right. I, I know yours because you're very passionate and very angry about it. <laughs> um, you know, I don't know. I, I think... I, I will say that I don't know if this is well. I guess it is kind of a romantic comedy, but there's a movie called No Reservations with Catherine Zeta-Jones, and it's not she, like a chef movie. Yeah, like it's about it is, mm-hmm, cooks, it's, chefs. Yeah, look at you. That's what they're called, right? <laughs> and it just made it. I think it was one of the first movies that made me realize that chefs are people too. And I know that sounds crazy because I've always oh known gosh. that chefs are people, um, but I think I didn't know about that. I didn't know that there was like sometimes hostility in the kitchen and that sometimes uh, chefs can butt heads and gotcha. that they can get angry and frustrated with each other. Yeah. That made me mad because in my head, chefs are just the magical people that make you food yeah. and they're nice and they're perfect. But really there's all this drama. Right. And so that, yeah. that kind of frustrated me and I'm sure some of it was unrealistic, but it just kind of frustrated me because I was like, this is not well, the way I want people acting over my food. Like I want people yeah. smiling as they're <laughs> making food. Like the, the frustration this and the hostility true. is... This is true. That's a really good point. Yeah, I barely remember that movie. All I do well, remember is them arguing. Is perfect. And did they ever like get along in the end? I'm not going to spoil it. I don't think okay, they did. Okay, spoiler alert. Yes, they get along. They end up getting married and opening up a restaurant with oh, her niece. I just like, like in my mind, been? that movie just like falls off after no. like the tension. Oh, I don't even remember perfect. it. Um, so for me, I get really annoyed in Princess Diaries 
when like the romantic dish of the movie is like the pizza with M&Ms on it. I just think that's really gross. And I get it that it's supposed to be sweet, but I just really like <laughs> no pun intended. It's supposed to be sweet. Get it? Pepperonis, I'm gonna just, M&Ms. Yeah, why so did you sweet. say pepperonis? Because pepperonis I don't, sweet? I don't know why I said that. I don't like right after I said pepperonis. I, like, I was saw like you backtracking. I <laughs> definitely meant to say M&Ms, but anyway, I get it. Oh, it's supposed to be sweet. Like they took something tarty and made it sweet and made it this whole thing. But I just, for me, it kind of ruins the movie a little bit. Like I think it's a good movie, but I just feel like it was. And I honestly can't even remember if it's in the book because I remember reading the book. But I just I feel like it was one of those things that was like, oh, let's put a detail in here so people will see that you paid attention to the detail. <laughs> and I'm, I just, I'm yeah. not the most romantic person ever, so I probably just, it just probably just went over my head. But yeah, that I I'm just, so annoyed by that scene. That's what makes the second one better than the first. Now, that is crazy. They don't ruin. I, Princess Diaries 2 does not get ruined by a food mistake. Okay. Like Princess but, Diaries 1. Except for the fact that Julie Andrews does eat a corn dog in Princess Diaries 1. And that is so yeah, cool. Just see the queen no, a eat a good, corn dog. That was a good food moment in the yeah. first one. But yeah, I think Jamie is seriously the only person in the world who thinks that the second Princess Diaries is better uh, than the first it one. It is. That movie, I have nothing negative to say about Princess Diaries Two. It that movie is perfection. I think if there were a third, everything. I think if there were a third, I would feel better about the second. But I just feel like the plot just kind of drops off. Like there's so much okay, more. Well, so many you're disrespectful. Questions. Hey, and... can we just have a Debbie Downer really quick? <sighs> I realized the other day they were talking about making a third, and then Gary Marshall, the director, died a few months later. Oh, I didn't know so, Gary Marshall directed it. Yeah, so oh, I don't know. Well, now I'm doubting happened. myself. I was like positive that he I directed just think it. That now movies, I'm doubting myself. I just but, think yeah. that movies, if they're going to make a second, if they're going to make a sequel, they need to go ahead and already film the third movie <laughs> and make it a trilogy. I, I can't remember... stand. Because there's so many people, <laughs> like, no, like sequels are notoriously bad. If that makes sense. Like, Except for Princess Diaries. Yeah, okay. All right. That's that's just you. But anyway, for the most part, people are like, oh, the second one wasn't as good. But the thing is, is like when you know there's going to be a third, you go into the second a little bit like, okay, this is like well, leading yeah. up to the big moment. No, I, I, will say, like... I will say that there is something to be said about it. I do feel like the third can finish off the story. I, w- yeah. I won't disagree with you on that. I do think that Princess Mia needs to have a daughter. And I think that that daughter needs to go and live with her mom. In... So you just want to change the book entirely? Yes. I think that it needs to <laughs> No offense, Meg Cabot. I love you. She needs to go and live with her mom in um, San Fran. And she yeah. doesn't know she's a princess either. Oh. That's what I think needs to happen. Oh, that's sweet. I know. But we'll never, it'll never happen. Okay. Yeah. Maybe. Who knows? Also, we are totally off our topic. <laughs> Way of, off topic. <laughs> hey, it was about romantic It comedy, was. It so, was about. Yeah. So we're good. Yeah. We're good. Yeah. So do you have any favorite? Because we were saying that we know we have favorite like rom-coms. And I have 97 favorite, but I chose to only do three in a bonus. I think one of my favorites, and like Jamie was saying, there are parts of this movie that I don't like or don't condone. Um, but then again, that's like almost all movies. All movies, right. <laughs> um, but I do really like 27 Dresses. Oh, I um, forgot about that one. I like that one because I feel like it's a healthy dose of like showing what it looks like. I said like way too much. It's killing me. <laughs> but when a woman freaks out too much over a guy and then at the I'm horrible at spoiling movies but yes, it's just spoiler it's, alert. it's resolved and it's dealt with it's not like oh she's obsessed with him that's yeah. cute it's like 
no, this is an issue, mm-hmm. and we're going to address it in a realistic way. I feel like they did a good job with that. So, mm-hmm. yeah, I, I don't know why I watch romantic comedies from a realist perspective, but I do. <laughs> um, and then my other favorite that I really like, in a similar way, it's just, I just feel like it exposes just a lot of real tension that people deal with, and I think it's interesting how they tackle it. Yeah. Is How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Yeah. But again, like, that movie, like, when I go back and watch it again and again, I'm like, huh, they could have done that differently. <laughs> like, I don't know. I just feel like those are, I think sometimes romantic comedies get a lot of, like, flack because they're, oh, it's so cheesy and so unrealistic. Yeah. But at the same time, it's like, what's realistic for one person is not going to be realistic for someone else. Yeah. And I do think that romantic comedies can make people think, like, oh, you know, you've got to have, you know, this unrealistic view of romance. But at the same time, it's a conversation starter. If yeah. that makes sense. No, I do. I do love that one. That one, I, I worry because I feel like we have met the death of romantic comedies and I have not seen Katherine Heigl in a rom-com in <laughs> 35 years and I'm losing yeah, my mind. she has a new show coming out that's... Disney? And it's not a rom-com. Yeah, it's like and her new movie is terrifying looking. Drama. Yeah. No and um, Kate Hudson and Matthew McConaughey have not made a rom-com in a while. No offense, guys. Fool's Gold was awful. And so I just <laughs> am frustrated because I feel like we need a new film. And now I feel bad for saying that Fool's Gold was awful because I'm really proud of the people for getting together and making a film. <laughs> but I just think we haven't had a rom-com in a while. And... Yeah, so I do like he. I do have to give my disclaimer of how to lose a guy in ten days. It was dumb that they tried to make a Tourette's joke. It was just stupid and pointless. But the film is great, and they fall in love, and it's beautiful. And spoiler alert: and that yellow dress is magic. And I don't remember any of this. You don't remember the yellow oh, dress? Oh, in, in how to lose a guy in ten yes. days. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh, I don't that remember it as like a big dress. Moment. The dress. She runs down the steps like but Cinderella. do they address the dress? Do they say... It is just a... Vi- okay, you know no. what? Going on to my list. I mean, I know it's on like the... Did you actually only have two favorite romantic comedies? I mean, there are others that I like. You don't... I This was a hard <laughs> list. We were, we were supposed to come up with three. Oh, okay. And I well, have three and a bonus. Sure. Oh, Why not? that's not a comedy? Oh, yeah. It's not where a did com- you laugh? <laughs> Tell me where you laughed in that movie. When they're like, I'm a bird. that actually and i'm fixing my microphone because i don't know what i'm doing um that scene where he says if you're a bird i'm a bird honestly is one of the dumbest things i've ever heard i think that's why i laughed because it's it's right i'm like what do you mean if there's no possible that either of you can turn in this is not animorphs like neither of you can turn into a bird this is so dumb everything else in the movie just saying it figuratively like there's no i'll be whatever you're going that's stupid but it's a lie conform to this world (laughs) Clearly, he didn't read that before he recited the script. Um, so my favorite rom-coms are, oh my gosh, this one, this is going to be my movie quote for this episode. It's in He's Just Not That Into You. And Jennifer Aniston so eloquently says to that man, stop being nice to me if you're not going to marry me after. Woo, you better tell him, girl. <laughs> that line yeah, is one of my is, favorite. That movie has a lot of good little it nuggets in it. It does. Yeah. Man, when I first I think, saw it, I was yeah, just like on that fire. That's what, I think to, for me, that's what romantic comedy should do. Yeah. It's like, even if you look at it and say, oh, that's unrealistic or that would never happen. Watch it like, well, what would happen? Mm-hmm. Like, what would be realistic? Right. Because, you know, obviously we don't need fake people's stories to mm-hmm. make us think, but they do make people think. Right. And I think that that movie does a lot for that. 
category of thinking. No, I'd agree with you. Yeah, that movie is so good. It challenged me so much. And I just, I'm, I don't think that men should get husband privileges if they're yeah. not being a husband. And I think that's what she's so eloquently put. Or even though she and I don't have some dude, she was living with a guy, you know, I wouldn't do that much. But I was just like, yeah, girl, like speak for yourself. Like you deserve that. Yeah. Um, another one. Oh, also, I love that movie. I'm about to spoil it. So I love that movie because of his proposal and oh, it's perfect yeah. and speaking of proposals the proposal with sandra bullock oh, that's one i and never Ryan got Reynolds. on board with what i just who are you because what they were doing was illegal and what did they do <laughs> oh yeah that was yeah that, i mean, but, it's, I mean yeah, it, was, it is illegal i mean it's like okay we can look at that like okay that's real life but i just feel yeah. like that was that was but <laughs> not supposed the, the movies are not supposed to be realistic i know i know i know I was, it's supposed to be I like i don't know why i was so overly okay. critical of that one i think it's because i feel like i don't I, know you anymore i think it's because sandra bullock is and, perfect what's the guy in that movie? Ryan, ryan reynolds, reynolds? i get ryan reynolds yeah. and ryan gosley that's blake lively's husband yeah. right? reynolds. ryan reynolds and sandra bullock together like i can't imagine that story you know i will it's say like if, if he came home with her like people would be like oh yeah like you're marrying her so she can stay here like <laughs> well <laughs> i just feel like i feel like that I was mean, an insult at sandra i mean i no i'm I just saying like it's so i think it was supposed to be like oh look how different they are yeah I just feel like they're too different no i will say that <laughs> i don't mean this in any offense to, to miss bullock because i think she's incredible and she's so inspiring and she's adopted babies and i'm so inspired by her but I don't like them as a couple. Like it doesn't make, they don't look, I think she is older than him. And there's yeah. nothing wrong with that, but just the the way it did. It, it, it just felt like two actors, like, okay, we're gonna make a movie about romance. I <laughs> do not disagree with you on that. But the plot is so good that I'm okay with it. Okay. So yeah, and then I'm gonna go fast because I know I have a thousand. So I just have two more. The next one is everyone's Netflix TBS Saturday morning favorite, Made in Manhattan. Now, oh. I need a new J-Lo romantic comedy. I just, yes, I need that's it. That's another one where she's doing something that's against the law. What is she doing? She stole the lady's okay, clothes. Okay, okay. She didn't steal. She, she borrowed them. In okay. any other context, okay. that here's is the thing. thievery. Okay, here's the thing. <laughs> If she had, she was only trying them on, which that says nowhere in the law, don't try on somebody okay, else's not clothes. The law, but against like, her, that says against nowhere. Her company's policies. But Where in a company's policy does it say don't try on someone's clothes? Yeah, it's kind of assumed. Exactly. I mean, it's or, an assumed. No, okay, it's okay, okay, assumed. Okay, 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 no, but she worked at a hotel, and I'm pretty sure there was somewhere that said, like, don't touch the belongings. Of she didn't the hotel mean guests. to touch them. She was just and trying them on me, to like see if she was where... beautiful in them. And when she tried them on, then he... I don't see, remember what me, happened. But what... <laughs> it was an accident. For me, that's where I draw the line. Okay, you know what? These romantic comedies. It's like, okay, it's okay to show something unrealistic, but do we have to go the borderline illegal route? Like, <laughs> <laughs> it just seems to happen so many times. Okay, fine. It's like... In Moving every on, other setting, like this I movie has nothing illegal <laughs> in it. Actually, it does. My final one is Bride Wars, and we won't oh even go gosh. there because they do so much illegal stuff in there. She dyes her friend's hair, and it's just it's just uh, illegal claim yeah. after illegal claim. Yeah, and I think that like now that I'm thinking about the movies that I actually do like, I think that's why I like them because they don't do things that are questionable, like lawfully <laughs> like in 27 dresses like when he takes her planner he calls her and he gives it back 
He doesn't. I don't even remember that yeah. scene. I just she feel left like her it, planner, and he made it a point to get it back to her. Like it wasn't some like romantic. Yeah, but how are oh, you okay with and, that when her sister is a straight up garbage pail? In because that movie? it's not against the law. But it's morally to be a liar. <laughs> But I feel like that's realistic. Like someone could look at that and be like, "Yeah, no, I know a person I, like that who's a liar." But it's like I just, just I'm like having back a hard to Made in Manhattan. Like when she's trying on the lady's clothes, like the fact that her coworker friend is like, "Yeah," like okay, she's just going they along just with needed that. a moment of freedom. I think okay. Here's the thing. I here's think one is oh gosh, even though, because at the end of the movie, well, I don't want to spoil it, but well, spoiler we're, alert, yeah, we're just we're spoiling <laughs> movies today, guys. Get so, over it. So you know, she does have to pay for what she's done. I just hate that that it's always not always, but oftentimes it seems to be like a key turning point in the plot. It's like do something risky that also might be against the law and get you fired. I just whatever. <laughs> I'm done with you. I don't. <laughs> just feel like it's a little. I'm moving on. I'm upset right now. <laughs> just you. You need help. Okay. Um. So here we go. I have a question for you about rom coms because yes. you're married. I Is am there married. a romantic comedy that you've like? I this goes on either end of the extreme. Is there a romantic comedy where you made Patrick watch it and he just like? cringed the whole time and he hated it or is there one that you made him watch and he secretly loves it and you can embarrass him on our podcast um, or maybe both I don't know if there's any that he loves <laughs> <laughs> that is one area where me and my husband are very different I mean Patrick is like with his movies I mean he's all about like Chinese martial arts movies <laughs> and superheroes and he is not interested in, <laughs> in love stories or, I mean, he'll watch a comedy every once in a while, but he'll watch his really in-depth, like, indie films about wars that barely anybody knows <laughs> oh, about, know but it's a fictional account, but it's historically accurate. It's just, it's a lot. <laughs> Whereas for me, even though, like, you know, I'm an artist for a living and, I like quirky things or whatever. When it comes to my movies, like I, I just like movies that I don't really have to think about. I can just kind of watch them. So, um, yeah, he'll he'll watch my movies, but he'll always like fall asleep halfway through. But one that he most of the time he's pretty apathetic about. It. Like he doesn't really have any strong opinions. But one movie that he does have strong opinions about. I feel like I might get upset. <laughs> it's How to Lose a Guy in Two, like, in two Days. Like, <laughs> Which is your favorite one? He hates the way she treats him. And I have told they him. They treat each other I equally know, awful. I, I know, not in his eyes. In, in his eyes, you know she's. What? No. <laughs> in his eyes, she's way she's worse. She's not even that bad. Like, I have she's never... trying to do it for her job. And no, he's just he's a jerk. Like, I don't understand why she's acting that way. And I've explained the plot to him like <laughs> in depth. Like, here is why she is doing it. She is not actually like this. She's doing it because of these things. Yeah. But every single time he said, but it's just too far. She's just taking it too far. <laughs> he gets That's so, so annoying. About yeah, it, so. he's just being a butt. Yeah, it's kind of entertaining to watch, though. No, I totally, yeah, I totally see it. I would make him watch it just to make him laugh. We should watch it together, and we can maybe we both just need to explain it to him. Yeah. And that'll get him to understand. I don't think that'll work, but okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so I, on the topic of romantic comedies, there was one other thing I wanted to ask you, and that was 
what is one thing? I feel like I've expressed this quite a bit in this episode. But for you, what is one thing that often seems to happen in romantic comedies that annoys you and that you wish would change? So that could be like you wish you could see more filmmakers go this route instead of another route. Right, yeah. Um, I mean, just because I'm kind of an old grandma, I wish that everything didn't have to kind of revolve around sex. And I wish yeah. that it wasn't like, and, and a lot of that is because of my moral compass, but then, and just my personal convictions. But then a lot of that is also as a filmmaker, I think it's so cheap. Mm-hmm. It's such a, it's such an escape. It's like, yeah. Oh, they're not getting along. Well, let's just, yeah. instead of talk it out, let's just sex it out and see yeah. what happens. Or it's do. like, Oh, they're falling in love. Let's just sex it out. And that'll, yeah. That'll make and our then plot after good. They do, then everything falls apart, and then they put it back together right. in like the last five minutes. Yeah, and I just think that I just feel like that's really pointless. It's just like I don't understand. I don't understand yeah. the point. Also, I don't understand the point of showing us sex. Mm-hmm. Like personally, I've never had it. Yeah. But I am. I have an idea that it involves two people touching, and I don't understand why they have to show us. Yeah. Like we don't know. <laughs> like, I just feel like yeah, I do think it would be dumb. like I feel like. I, and this is something that even like in my fiction that I try to do when I'm writing is like, I try to write more real scenarios, if that makes sense. Like again, like not every way that a couple meets has to be because someone's doing something illegal or (laughs) I felt that or just something that's just so like, it's so out there. It's like, I get it. You're watching a movie to escape and you want to see, you know, but it's like, where the, where are the workplace romances that don't involve going to his hometown in Alaska and (laughs) marrying him just so you can keep your job. Like I feel personally (laughs) attacked. Like no shade, but I'm just saying, where is that story? I just feel like that would be entertaining to watch. I think that have you not heard of Hallmark? Those are the movies you're looking for. All right. No. Those that's what you're looking for. Hi, okay. I like you. I like okay, you too. Here's, here's my, here's my That's thing exactly with, here's what my you're thing looking with for. So this past December, I was working from home a lot, like more than I normally do. And we had our, my, you know, just TV going, you know, our cable, our cable going. I don't know why I said it that way. But anyway, the TV was on <laughs> for a significant amount of time that I was working. And I just decided, I was like, you know what? I'm going to give Hallmark movies a chance. And Jamie, my sister, who's sitting right here, is grinning from ear to ear in case you can't see her. (laughs) She loves Hallmark movies, and she she has probably hundreds of them in her collection. Mm -hmm. So, um, And here's the crazy thing about it. I must have seen about 50 movies, and she hadn't even seen any of the ones I Well, yeah, she would would be like, hey, because they do have similar plots They have so many of them. And yeah, the but, reason why is because they're they're so similar. Like I legit saw the same actress play a journalist in two different movies twice. Yeah. Well, here's the I'm thing. Like, at least give you her a different won't job. Won't have to worry about them breaking the law or taking off their pants. This is true, but I do. Just say I just wish we could meet. I, I just wish we could on. meet somewhere in the middle. It's like not everything has to be the same kind of story and not everything has to be like a crazy different outrageous we've done something that's never been done before like i wish there was like oh there's a bee 
or something. That is literally a gnat. It was coming toward me to look way bigger than that. But I wish that there was a movie. This is what I'm trying to say. I wish there was a romantic comedy that filmed and looked like The Office, if that makes sense. Jim and Pam. Jim and Pam. Okay, well, they should have a movie about Jim and Pam. Oh, my gosh. That would be genius. Yeah, but it's over now. I see what you're now. saying. You so, just want like an ordinary, everyday, yeah, typical, like, boring. Yeah, it's like something that kind of, like in a way, it could even be a little satirical and kind of like make fun of romantic comedies mm-hmm. a little bit. But there, You know, Amy Poehler and Paul Rudd, I believe they made one. Yeah. But the excess, excessive, excessive language, I made it about two minutes and yeah. then I lost my mind. I yeah. just, I couldn't handle it anymore. Did stop recording? Yeah, but we can keep going. Oh. We'll just make the video a preview. Oh, if okay. you're listening, you're getting the full version. Hey. Hey, what's up? So, yes, we're doing a visual, a video. That's what it's called. We're doing a video, too. And the video just decided that it was tired of us. But, yeah. <laughs> okay, well, I was also wondering, speaking of romantic comedies and the rom-com world, if you were, if there was a romantic comedy being made about your life, who would you want to play you and who would play Patrick? Hmm... Because even sure. though we're so involved in the arts, you have said that unless the Lord just gives you all kinds of a sign, you're not interested in acting. So it wouldn't <laughs> not be you. Really. Yeah. And I don't want to play you because that's just um, creepy. I don't know who would play me. I don't think I know enough actresses that kind of look like me. You um, know, maybe... I know who I want to play you. I mean, <laughs> you know who you want to play Just me. so I can okay. meet her on set. Oh, anyway, um, you wouldn't be invited to the set. I'm kidding. I just thought I'm saying the that. musical supervisor. Assistant. Oh, I see. I see. Okay. Um, <laughs> music supervisor <laughs> I think I would pick Zoe Saldana. That's who I was going to say. Even though I don't look like her and she doesn't look like me, but I think she would play great me. <laughs> that makes sense. And then I don't know the guy's name, but this little kid mistaked, mistake, mistook, mistook my husband for this actor. Um, it's the Asian guy from Walking Dead. I feel like they That's would make. A, I feel like they would make a fun us. They don't look like <laughs> us entirely. Has just a question? Has Zoe Saldana ever done a comedy? And I'm not saying that your um, life is a comedy, yes. but she did. Um, what's the movie? The guy died. Um, oh, in real life or yes. fake life? In real life, I don't Paul know. Why I whispered it. No, oh. uh, with Bernie Mac. Oh. What's it called? Oh, who's, that's why. Not guess who's who. coming to dinner? Guess, guess who? who? Because y'all yes. are interracial. That's yeah. why you want her to play you. No, that's not why. I oh. literally just thought of that movie like five <laughs> seconds ago. But yeah, that's good. Well, how about you? Well, since I don't have a husband, I get to have way more fun. Not that you're not having fun. I'm sorry, that was rude. Oh, also another option for you would be Harry Shum Jr. I don't know if you know who that is, but I do not. He's he was on the show Glee. He looks twelve. He is a grown man. He's thirty four <laughs> years old. Um, and so I was thinking that could be an option for, um, for Patrick. Um, okay. So I would want to play myself because half because I'm an actress and also because I see this film as being a prophetic film. And so I have a couple options. Um, we could go with Michael B. Jordan, Zac Efron. Okay. Um, Harry Shum Jr. He does not look like your husband. I want to clarify that I'm not being creepy. I just picked him because he was. Asian. <laughs> so, are all these that. men single in real life? As far as I'm concerned, interesting coincidence. And, and if they're not, I'm so sorry for being inappropriate. I'm not trying to take anyone's husband. Interesting I just think coincidence. Handsome. Yeah, Zac Efron is the main one. Um, also, we got Nick Jonas. I'd love if he, you know, could Isn't he like thirteen? Go back to those biblical roots. That'd be good. Uh, Joe 13? Jonas. How he is a they? grown man. How old are they? They're grown men. That's all that matters. I thought they were like um, Leonardo DiCaprio. 
Okay. <laughs> You're just all over the place. Matthew McConaughey's nephew. Um, Does he have a nephew? I or... hope so. Okay. Um, yeah, I think those are pretty much my main options right now. Um, I, I didn't... Well, no, that wasn't going to be nice. Um, so yeah, those are that's who I would want to play me in a romantic comedy and my future husband, which again, it's a prophetic film and gotcha. we fall in love on set and we get married. <laughs> and so... Awesome. Well, I'll um, be I'll Justin Nozuka. Okay. How long is this list? <laughs> James Bay. All right. We got Sean it. All right. Mendes. All right. Okay. You got about 12 He's dudes 18, on this right? list. Sure. <laughs> he better be. Oh, what's that one that left One Direction and he didn't go crazy? It's the whole world is changing. Neil? No. No. Him. <laughs> Niall Horan. <laughs> Nail Heron. Whatever his name is. Come on, buddy. Harry Styles. Okay. Pretty much every guy that Stevie Mackey puts on Instagram. <laughs> all of these guys can audition for the room. This oh is just the gosh. audition. This yes, is just the audition. That's all this it's actually an open about. casting call. <laughs> all Jesus loving men. All right. 20 well, to on 34. That note, on that note, thank you so much. 35 will be fine. I'm 25. A 10 year gap okay. is not a very As you can see, we're no longer talking about romantic comedies. I'm, we are I am. Now talking about real life. But on that note, thank you so much for tuning in to yeah, On yeah, the Plate yeah. Again. <laughs> I think we have exhausted this topic. I hope you found that somewhat interesting to listen to or watch. And anything you want to add, Jamie? Shelby Blackstock. That's Reba's son. Um, oh, yeah, this is that. my gosh. I also don't even think that's his name. Um, yeah, no, thank you guys for joining this. I think we should do a part two of Romantic Comedies. Let us know on social media if you want us to, and we can hash out some more yes. topics. And also let us know we should never do this topic again. Yeah, that'd be great. <laughs> let us know if you like the podcast in general. We legit yeah. need you to know. There could be only one review because maybe only one person listens. Um, but we just would love to know what you guys are thinking. But thank you guys for checking us out on the plate again you can um follow us on instagram and social media at on the plate again and i am jamie grace so at jamie grace h on social media and i am morgan harper nichols and i am morgan h nichols on social media except facebook morgan h nichols official thank you guys so much have a great day bye